We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Is he mad for real? <laughs> no, he ain't mad, man. I've known Greg all my life. Oh, but that was made for a funny show. <laughs> it did, especially when Greg goes, I'm going to kick your ass, Keith. Exactly, man. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock in the house, and I'm joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? What's up, Rock? Oh, man, not much, man. Just, you know, super happy, super excited about that game, the victory, the Quinn system. We're quinning all over the place, man. Are you are you a believer now, Q? I'm starting to become a believer, man. 3-0, 3-0, I'm a believer. I thought by this point we'd be 1-2. I know. I'm a man. believer. <laughs> you gotta be, yeah, man, because I, if, if you can't believe after that game, man, you know, there's something wrong because that was a miracle turnaround. We normally lose that. Every game we've won this season so far, we normally lose. I mean, we're three and zero, and quite honestly, I truly believe old Falcons team would have been zero and three. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and you know, and, and you know, we got to We'll we'll talk about it a little later, but man, that's that was all Quinn all day. He put whatever he put that fire on those boys in halftime worked, and so he got their number, man. So I like what I saw, but uh, well, we'll, we'll go into the quick predictions before we go into the good, bad, and the ugly. Because oh, by the way, everyone, it's just uh, me and Q in the house today, uh, keeping it sexy. I guess he was so happy and excited too much. He had a, a sexy headache. He has. A, he has a love hangover. <laughs> he, he, he overdosed on sexiness. That's over, okay. He overdosed on that, <laughs> that sexiness. <laughs> he said, there ain't no cure for this. I don't want it. <laughs> the, the ghost of MJ must have been drinking uh, Jesus juice with him during the game. So that's, I all, so. I can, that's all I can think of. <laughs> and your boy Hoop is out, but um, he'll hopefully he'll be back next week. So it's just the two amigos, but I think uh, the ghost of MJ is going to join us later. So, uh, oh, so yeah. we, you know, we, uh, we're we ready. We're prepared. We got some stuff in store for you. Stick around. It's going to be a great show. Exactly. And you listening, you are, you are listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. Um, all right, man, we'll get into our predictions. I think uh, if I can remember correctly, I know what I did. I predicted the win. And I think it's keeping it sexy. Kept it real with the win. What did Hoop predict? Do you remember? I do not remember what Hoop predicted, but I do remember that myself and the ghost of MJ oh, yeah. said uh, the Cowboys are going to win. So we yeah. Win. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you guys are two for two, huh? Uh, two for three. <laughs> 
No, we're zero and three. Oh, oh, you, oh, you went against all three games. I thought you were on board the first game. Nope. Oh wow. Well, you're a believer now, so. <laughs> I just say I, I'm a believer. I haven't been baptized in the Holy Falcon's water, but, 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 I'm uh, I'm starting to realize there's a Falcons God somewhere doing good things for this team. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, I think we're all feeling his glory. I am delivered. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, let's get into our uh, good, bad, and ugly. But I had a suggestion, man, for this episode, especially since we had such a great game. Let's name this episode instead of the good, bad, and the ugly. Let's name it the Quinn, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> there you go. Let's do it. All right, man. I'll set it off. Uh, my Quinn was your man, Devante Freeman. Oh. That dude. Man is oh wow what a debut that cat had 193 total yards man he was busting through he reminded me of the old Michael Turner man so did he play did he play in the first two games no I, I think he played in the, I think he played in the the second game but he didn't play in the first game okay because I noticed I hadn't heard his name much but I, I definitely heard his name a lot yesterday yeah and uh, yeah it was it's good to have him back I can't remember what I think it may have been a hamstring that coming out of the preseason that made him miss a game or two but yeah, yeah it's, it's good to have him back my good was uh, Julio Jones man record setting Julio Jones he's on track to have the best if he can keep it up he's on track to have the best season of any wide receiver in history I mean you're talking Jerry Rice numbers yeah but he 12 catches 164 yards two touchdowns wow. and you know the Falcons are going to get the ball to him because you watch tape oh, yeah. on the first on the first two games oh yeah so you know the Falcons are going to try to get the ball to him and you still can't stop it I don't see how, how anybody down the road is going to stop it yeah double team him yeah. put a safety over top for help it doesn't matter right Julio's getting open he is Julio, man yeah He's definitely getting open, man. He's finding interesting ways, and they're putting him in a whole bunch of different schemes and different looks, so it seems to be working, you know. But uh, as long as he stays healthy and, you know, it's going to be a a Julio year. Yeah. The only thing we got to worry about is is the health. You know, Roddy is not uh, doing as much as I thought Roddy was going to do to help him out, so... um you know, well, you what, know, people. Cam Newton says he's Superman when he when he scores. <laughs> and he he pulls that that cape open, but right. Superman is in Atlanta right now, and uh, <laughs> and if he can stay healthy, yeah. no kryptonite, right? Oh, other teams are in trouble. <laughs> well, we'll get on Roddy in a minute because I want to touch on Roddy a little bit too. But uh, well, my bad, man. I guess my bad would be the only bad that I can think of is just how the defense played in that first half. I mean, that was just, I don't know what those guys hadn't gotten it together or not, but uh, that wasn't a, a good look at all. They scared the, the Jesus out of me. Yeah, that was also my bad. I mean, in the first half, the Falcons gave up 28 points, right? Uh, 295 total yards and uh, 131 rushing yards against them, and they missed a total of nine tackles. Yeah. Not the Falcons team that we've seen the previous two games. Exactly. And uh, I don't know how they were able to adjust at halftime, but somehow they were able to adjust. But the first half was just bad. Oh, I, know. I almost thought about turning the channel. <laughs> I know. I got your text. Well, MJ's, the the ghost of MJ's text. 
saying that uh, they were who we thought they were. Crazy guy. <laughs> like MJ talking ish from the other world. It's okay, MJ. <laughs> 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 All right, man. And well, as far as an ugly, I really don't have much of an ugly. I mean, I can just, I don't really have an ugly. Do you have an ugly? Uh, yeah, I do have an ugly. Uh-oh. It was that kiss. It was that kiss at the end of the game between Arthur Blank and his wife. There you go. Yeah, that was. A... Besides the fact they looked like they could be related to each other, oh. it, was just, it, it was just an awkward kiss. It reminded me of the ghost of MJ and his former wife kissing at the MTV Movie Awards. Oh yeah, that was. Oh, that was pretty awkward. Yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, they, I saw it on. Uh, ESPN today, they were playing that kiss, and then they would play Jimmy Cutter kissing his wife at the Braves game lately, and they both yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> it looked like he was smushing her nose, and she didn't want to kiss, uh, kiss him. <laughs> Jimmy, but yeah. they kept playing those back-to-back, back-to-back. It was like old people love. <laughs> yeah, they, it was awkward. It felt like they had just met each other on their first Tinder date. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, cool. That was a quick, good, bad, and ugly. And uh, if you guys who also uh, listening in, if y'all have some good and bad and uglies you want to uh, let us know, send them in. Call the hotline number, and we'll play it on the air, man. And uh, Now, now last week, Rock, you were all up in Croy Beerman's ass. What do you have to say, what do you have to say about Croy Beerman this week? Well, after that after that game yesterday, are you still in that Croy Beerman bandwagon, or do you realize, yeah, the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because you know I'm I'm going to be good on Croy because Croy had a tragedy happen to him last week. You know, the missus had it suffered from a stroke. And stroke, you, yeah, she overdosed on Botox. I no lines this guy it's a keep it's a keep it real show <laughs> he keeps it real so I I, I I gave Corey pass because he had a lot of things on his mind and you know I saw the picture with him laying on the hospital bed with him so I'm like oh man I ain't gonna mess with Corey he's going through something so I figured you know while he was wasn't as good as he was last week he still had that on his mind so I I, I gave him a pass yeah well he had to honor that Falcons contract and that reality TV contract so yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, but well, I'm sure he won't he, he won't let me down next week as far as bashing him, so I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. All right, man. Well, we don't have an injury report this week, but uh let's talk about Devontae Freeman a little more, man. I mean that dude, man, it was like no stopping him. He yeah. ran like a beast. I mean, what can you say? He looks yeah. like a like a version of work done out there. I mean he ran like a beast. He picked up yards. He picked up significant first downs. Yeah. Um, I know that he's not the starter, starting running back, but, you know, we might have to take a second look now. Yeah. I mean, I think he was, you know, if he was trying out for that lead position, man, I think he got it because, well, especially if he keeps it up, man, because he put on a show, you know. You can tell he was putting on a show. And, uh, like I said, no running back. I don't think any, I think that was the first time a Falcons running back has rushed for three touchdowns since uh, Michael Turner was here. And he did that in, in 2010. So that dude, he want that he wants that job and uh, Mr. Tevin Campbell Coleman, he better step it up. Yeah, um, he uh, 
you know, he made uh, uh, Stephen Jackson look like he never yeah. even appeared in Atlanta. I don't even remember I know. Stephen Jackson being in Atlanta after that performance. So I know, and you know, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, he had a, he had an amazing performance. Him and Julio must have been taking the same steroids. I mean, uh, must have been <laughs> drinking the same Gatorade. But, uh, but well, oh well, you know. well, you, you have some inside information? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm just messing around. <laughs> but did not uh, Julio that. and Freeman definitely showed up for the game. A lot of guys didn't show up. Matt Ryan showed up. I, yeah. I would say Julio and uh, Freeman definitely showed up and, and balled out. And uh, you know. You don't know how long they can keep this going without getting injured, but if they can stay healthy, uh-huh. I mean, you're looking at a Falcons team now that I thought through the first five games could only win one or two games. You're looking at a Falcons team now. I mean, they got the Texans up next yeah. who are one and two. Right. I mean, they should be able to beat the Texans, and they're coming back home for a home game. Haven't been at home since week one. Yeah. You're looking at a Falcons team that could easily end up 4-0 yeah. and uh, could possibly be 5-0. I know. I was looking at the schedule, man, and it, 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 the schedule didn't look as scary as it did, you know, before the season started. But especially where the Saints are playing, it, it, it's looking like we may, you know, the only thing, only team that really scares me um, that we're playing, I see coming up. The biggest one is the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers would be a big game. Anytime you play a rival, it's a big game. Even though the Saints seem like they're not the Saints of usual, right. it's a rival game. The boys are going to step up. It's not going to be an easy win, right. but it's it's definitely doable after seeing you know what the Saints have done so far this season. So I'm a, I'm 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 almost excited. I'm trying not to get too <laughs> excited. I don't want to be like a kid, a poor kid on Christmas Day, where you think you're gonna get some toys and right. then you end up with nothing. But, you get the uh, one of, uh, apple and a bunch of damn pennies. Yeah, <laughs> like your grandma used to give you a stock yeah. of the apple with pennies at the bottom of it. Yeah, you heard you get an Apple TV and mm-hmm. you get a uh, you get a TV with an apple on on, on the antenna and you just like uh, I don't know and some yeah. and some, put some pennies to put in instead you put in your piggy bank. Yeah, but you can buy your no, candy. This Falcons team, this Falcons team, I think they're the. I think they, they might be the real deal. The offense is clicking. Right. The defense is the defense is somewhat clicking. They had a they had a meltdown in the first half, but they adjusted. Yeah. And you know that's the that's that's you know real teams, good teams. They can adjust at halftime. They can reject. They, you know they can adjust during the games. And uh, and this team adjusted. You know I, I know people out there in Cowboy Nation because I listened to the radio today were saying, well, you know, mm-hmm. if Tony Romo was playing, it would have been a different outcome, and maybe it would have been. But at the end of the day. Falcons won. Romo wasn't there. We right. won. We move on to the next week. Time to prepare for uh, the Texans. Exactly. Time to get this next win. And Romo was on the sideline being a cheerleader. And all those those cowboy lovers were just before the half, the first half, they weren't seeing any of that crap about Romo not being in. They were all about uh we know, yeah. Brandon, we know, yeah. It's like, you know, before the half, they didn't say any, they had no excuses. And I know a lot of Cowboys fans out there, and most of them from the state of, you know, you know where they're from. And, um, yeah, but, you, you know, now they got all these excuses. And, you know, what it goes down to, man, is that it goes into our next segment, which is Coach Quinn. Well, ex- excuses are like Cowboys fans. Everyone knows one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast, man. But, dude, the reason this, this team turned it around 
is one word, and that's Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinn turned those boys around in that locker room. He, I heard that, uh, well, he, he told Aaron Andrews that that was the worst half of football, defensive football playing that he's ever seen in his life. In my opinion, that sucks. Well, I, I think he said this season, but I would agree with it. <laughs> I would say life. Because <laughs> it was, man. They were like, like, what happened? But he, but he straightened him around. Something that Smitty really didn't have a success at doing, man. I don't know what he cussed him out. He, I don't know what he did. Started throwing stuff and you know rubbing his head on him or something. But whatever it did, it worked. <laughs> because he was like, no, hell no, y'all are not getting me fired. I just got here, and <laughs> y'all not messing up my reputation. I just came from the defensive coordinator from the Seahawks. No, no, y'all, y'all got to play. But yeah, after a three and no start, no matter what happens the rest of the season, I mean, we've already. I mean, I, I saw some statistic today. You know, um, you know, right. we were at week eight, or maybe even later in the season last year before we picked up our third win. So we're already we're already on track. You know, with thirteen yeah. more games to go, we're already on track to have more wins than we did last season. Yeah, we're definitely on track for that, man. And I think we're going to pull it off, man, because. Uh... I think I'm, I'm putting it all. I know we have Julio's balling out of control. Uh, you know, Matty Ice is Matty Ice, and uh, everyone is good. But um, man, it, this to me is falls all on coaching. I think the coaching has, you know, stepped his game up, and these guys are buying into what he's selling. And I think they can relate to him so you know a lot more, and and he knows how to really get in there with him and cause him good plays. And I think that the guys are definitely buying into it. So I got to give it to the coaching man for just. I want Dan Quinn as my life coach. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some cats say that today. I'm like, yeah, I want Dan Quinn as my life coach because if he can turn that mess around in just what 15 minutes or 10 minutes. <laughs> Man, he could do miracles with my life. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But, but you know, and and the most exciting thing about it is we did all that without Devin Hester on the field. Exactly. And with an injured and with an injured tight end for most of the game. You know, I think uh, I think uh, Tony Gonzalez just might be uh, texting Coach Quinn this week, like, "Hey, let me come back. <laughs> let me Forget come it, back. Tony. Stick with CBS." <laughs> He's little... so pretty though, man. I just miss him on the field. I've never seen anybody that pretty. We don't need we don't need pretty Tony anymore. He just needs to stick with his app and his little day job. And he's always betting against the Falcons anyway, so screw Tony. Nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I hear you. But man, hey, also don't let's not forget about your boy uh Vic Beasley with that with that with that sack that he had, man. Shoestring tackle, he got it too. Most <laughs> he, guys missed that tackle. Yeah, get a shoestring tackle sack. Yeah, yeah. Big, big Beasley, only this third game, only his third pro game. Great. But he, uh, a lot of exciting things still come, going to come out of Big Beasley, man. That guy. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I think he's the truth. He's not a bust. He's not a Jamal Anderson part two, right. second Jamal Anderson that came through Atlanta. Right. And he's definitely not a he's definitely not a DUI Jamal Anderson, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but no, Vic Beasley, Vic Beasley is um, starting to show he's the truth. Yeah. He can play hard. Yes. Yeah. He's going to make it that much easier for Croy on the other side, and um, yeah, and and maybe Croy can make some plays like he did back when Abraham was here. And I'll say this about Croy too, man. I mean, you know, worse things have happened. And like you said, 
Uh, sometimes the sun has to shine on a dog's ass. Maybe this might kick Croy into having a good remaining of the season, and they may keep him another season. Uh, Croy has no choice but to have a good remainder of the season. For <laughs> I think I think Croy uh, realizes his contract is up. Obviously, right. his contract was up last season, and there were no takers except for the Falcons. If you watch this reality show. Um, that's the way it appeared to be. And uh, I think yeah. Croy knows if he doesn't have a big season, if he doesn't make some plays happen, right. special teams and on defense, uh, Croy's done in the NFL. There's no one that wants Croy Bimmerman at this point. But Croy is, is showing signs of stepping up. Yeah. He's not uh, Keith Brooking in his last season here right. just yet. <laughs> just, just yet. It's we'll, still early. It's only been three games. We'll watch the next three games. But uh, Croy's showing signs of, uh, of intensity. Yeah. That's what you need. And I think that's what. Uh, Coach uh, Dan Quinn has brought to this defense is intensity. Oh yeah, and uh, I don't know who to give the credit to on the offensive side of the ball. Right, but I mean, you got so many playmakers and so many weapons. But Shanahan, the offense, right? you know, yeah, yeah. But you got so many weapons on the offensive side of the ball, yeah. and it's only going to get better once you can get uh, Devin Hester back on the field because then it's harder than double team. Uh, Julio, when right. you got Hester on the field because you got to account for Hester because if he catches the ball, even if it's a short slant, even if it's a screen pass, he's got so much speed, yeah. he can take it to the house. And uh, he looked really silly yesterday when he interrupted <laughs> Julio's uh, post-game interview. But, <laughs> what but, did he do? Uh, I missed it. He just, he just walked up into the middle of the interview and hugged Julio while he was talking and <laughs> just stood there for way too long and made it awkward <laughs> for everyone, but... But you know, Hester, he's he's a veteran, and yeah. you know he returned one punt for a touchdown last season. So whatever. Right. <laughs> oh man. But hey, man, I've been hearing people talking about Roddy, and they're saying that you know Roddy's seeing no part of the ball. You there? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. And Roddy's haven't been seeing any part of the ball, man. And people are thinking that you know maybe he's hurt or you know. Maybe he's, you know, he's he's missing a step, and they're trying to phase him out. I don't agree with that, man. I think he had elbow surgery less than a month ago, so right, Roddy's not the uh, probably not at a hundred percent, but he's good enough to be out there on the field. And I think, you know, that's just another weapon. Right. Once Roddy does get back to hundred percent, right, and you get Devin Hester back on the field, I think you're in a lot of trouble. You got a lot of you got a lot of receivers to account for. And I also think, man, people are not underestimating him that Roddy is a good blocker, too, man. And I think he's contributing with blocking on the success that we're having on the offense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't run the ball without the receivers and the tight ends and the linemen blocking. So, I mean, definitely, yeah, he's on the field pretty much every offensive play. Right. He wouldn't be on the field every offensive play unless he was contributing, whether it's catching the ball or blocking. I mean, yeah, Roddy, Roddy, Roddy's okay, and yeah. Roddy will only get better, I think. And I think uh, once everyone starts to get that 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 notion that, oh, well, we just need to worry about Julio because Roddy's not going to do much, right. I think that's when Roddy's going to have his most success. Exactly. I think that's when this team's going to um, exactly. really excel on offense and, and start putting up more points. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say that. I'm like, maybe he's... Roddy's like a secret weapon, and they're you know trying to get everyone to think that you know he's not really yeah. doing much, and then he's going to bust out in like midway through the season. Roddy's somewhat of a decoy right now. I mean, he's right. he's not a hundred percent, but he's still contributing. I saw I saw a good catch from him yesterday, yeah. and uh, you know he's he's not a hundred percent, but when he gets to a hundred percent, 
you know, we know what Roddy White can do. Oh, yeah. You know, he led, he led the team in receptions right. for a bunch of years before Julio got here, and he's still somewhat in his prime. Yeah. Roddy, Roddy will be okay, and the offense will only get better. And then, you know, and some people say he's like the all-time the all, the, the all Falcons uh, top receiver ever that the Falcons yeah, have ever had. Yeah, he is. Julio's going to uh, demolish that. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but for now he is, and uh, and he's mentoring and Julio, and you know they have a great relationship together, and so you know I, I don't think Roddy's going to mind when Julio becomes the top receiver for the Falcons, and uh, it's just a matter of time. Oh, yeah. He's better than Andre Risen. He's oh, better yeah. than he's better than Roddy White. You know he's better yeah. than Brian Finneran. He's better than any receiver you can go back and think of in the last few years. So yeah. this guy, this guy Julio Jones, man, he is the truth. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, that you know people always give the the Falcons coaching staff grief because right. they made some bad picks along the way. The Jamal Anderson pick was a bust. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of busts they made along the way, but yeah. trading up for Julio Jones was one of the best decisions they made. Oh, yeah. It's already it's already paying off. Yeah. And they, they could have you know I think they had the choice of going for either Julio or, or AJ if right. I'm not mistaken they yeah. chose Julio and I think that was the I think that was the best choice I mean AJ's balling out too but but right. Julio is it's just a monster right now yeah Julio's the man man it's all about Julio right now and Julio's also bringing attention attention to the Falcons that national attention so that that definitely helps out too so yeah Julio is the man. Julio is going to uh, help ticket sales for that new stadium because going going from last season into this season, I was thinking to myself, man, they're building that new stadium and they're not going to sell any tickets. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if Julio can keep it up, win or lose, if it can just be the Julio show like it was the Dion show back in the day. You know, oh, when yeah. Dion was here, we weren't winning a bunch of games, but, you know, people came to see Dion. I think, you know, if, if Julio can keep it up, maybe people won't come to see us win. Maybe they will. Hopefully they will. But they will come to see the Julio show and you know that means the games will be blacked out yeah it'll be Julio time and as long as he don't talk it's all good oh man he's he's just just as strong as Jameis Winston that cat is country as cornbread (laughs) out of South Bama I needed an interpreter but that's neither here nor there oh man all right, man. Well, um, let's just go ahead and run to the predictions and uh, shout out so we can wrap it up. Um, yeah. And you listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast. Um, so, you know me, uh, Houston Texans don't scare me at all. J.J. Watt doesn't scare me at all. They're one and two. My money's on the Falcons, especially after uh, this great victory and awesome turnaround. And they're 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 becoming a team that can finish games so i don't think we have anything to fear so i'm going with uh, my birds i hope i don't regret this but i've seen enough from the falcons and i know houston has no offense only a defense yes it's almost it's almost a replay of last week's game with Tony Romo not playing right so i think uh, i think i'm going to have to go with uh, I don't think I'm going to go with the Falcons this week for the first time this season. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you heard it first. Q is going board with the Falcons. He bought it. He's drinking out Kool-Aid. You hear that? No, I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying this week. This bass in a Q. Hey, just, hey, and, sh- and, and depending just, on how this week goes, I might, uh, you know, might have to 
jump off the ship. Thank you. Just, just, just soak it in, man. Soak it in. I want that soak in that glorious from the. I'm floor. like a slave. I want to stay on the ship, but <laughs> <laughs> if push comes to shove, I'm jumping off the ship. <laughs> oh, MJ, probably gonna kick you off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm sure I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for uh, LG. I pretty much know what he's going to say. He's rolling with the Falcons. I'm pretty sure. Al G, if you're out there, shout out. But I'm sure you're going to go with the Falcons. <clears throat> what do you think Hoop was going to go with? Um, you, uh, Hoop is a Texas uh, Texas native. Oh. I, he, I don't know. I, I can't speak for Hoop. I but I would say uh, just so I can throw some some salt in his um, record for this season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say um, Hoop is taking the Texans that way. Oh. That way. I'm, 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 I'm on three, so that way I can get Hoop at least to one and two. All right, all right, Hoop. Or two and, two and one, sorry. <laughs> you have spoken for you, man, Hoop. <laughs> and and the ghost of MJ, he, 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 he told me earlier because I, I talked to him. He said he was, going, uh, he was going Falcons. He was going Falcons? All right, so MJ's... Uh... He, he's he's up and on the bandwagon as well, huh? Yeah, he likes baby Falcons, so he doesn't like them, you know, whatever. <laughs> but whatever. But yeah, he's going oh, Falcons. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna participate in those MJ uh, <laughs> jokes. Yeah, you probably should. That way, if anybody gets kicked off the show, it's not the host. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, um, well, since it's just me and you, no one's here, so. We'll go ahead and start wrapping it up. But before I do, man, we had a, I had a great time on Twitter this time. This, I was tweeting through the entire game, and we had some of our listeners, man, interacting. And we, the entire game, man, we had it going on, man. We, we were just, you know, had a great interaction going on. So I want to thank everyone who was uh, tweeting with me during the game. And we also have a winner because during the game, we tweeted... Uh, who do we thought who do you think will get our first touchdown and the winner was Sherry B at at uh, at ATL Birds Bach so Sherry B predicted that uh, your boy Freeman would get that first touchdown and this is her third in a row so she's predicted the first touchdown in every game so shouts out to Sherry B in the house and I also want to give a quick shout out to mm-hmm. my man, uh, the Multimedia Ninja. Hello? Mm-hmm. The Multimedia yep. Ninja at uh, Bradford Rogers. He was out there shouting us out and really interacting with us. And we also, a former guest on the show, Sammy Logan. Sammy D. Logan gave us a uh, retweet of last week's podcast. So uh, shout out to at Sammy Socialite. And hopefully oh, all right, yeah, Sammy. All right then. Okay, um, <laughs> Sammy. <no. laughs> okay. Um, Sammy, we hopefully we'll have him on the show. Um, one of these episodes, he wants to get back on, so that would be cool. He broke that big story. Yes. About uh, Bruce Irvin. So yes. So shout out to have a guy with inside sources on the show. Yeah, that is always good. And one it's more. Always re- good. <laughs> He loves the sport of football and them men running around out there. Hey, Sammy is a is a football aficionado. Live and uncensored. Yes, he is. Men on football. Thank okay. you, Sammy. We're going to keep this moving along here. And uh, also Falcons Gunner at 
Brian three one one. And uh, we want to thank you guys for tweeting. And please keep on tweeting. We love it. You know, help your boys get out there. We, we, we you know, we, we're trying to get this thing happening. So we appreciate the love. And also, you know, tune in to us on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, backslash What's Up Falcons. And uh, Twitter. Twitter. iTunes. Yeah, at What's Up Falcons on Twitter. iTunes. We're everywhere, man. And we're going we're going bigger places. So, uh, and also call in on the hotline. Leave us your shout outs, your, you know, your good, bad, and ugly. And uh, Q, you know the number? 770-268-0555. Falcons fans, please call in. We, we, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, hopefully with a full uh, cast with us this time. And another hopefully. great game. Yeah, hopefully. And another great game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Q, anything else to say before we wrap it up? I got nothing else to say. I think at this point, uh, I see MJ over here. He's uh, shimoning real, uh, real crazy like. So I think he wants to. I think he wants to get on. You gotta behave yourself, MJ. I can try to talk to him, but at this point, I think the man is out of control. Oh, he's been drinking. Mm, uh, Jesus juice again. Well, you want me to try to get him? Yeah, (laughs) I was waiting. All right, I'll try to get him then. Hey, Michael, Michael, who? Quit showing them little boys' dance moves and get your ass over here. <laughs> What's up, Falcons Podcast? What's up? What's up, the ghost of MJ? How you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I got a pop quiz for you. Oh, you do? Is it safe? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think it might be, but who knows? Who cares at this point? <laughs> Okay, go give me give me your best shot. Okay, on a one to ten scale, how old do you think my boyfriend is? Uh, Don't answer that. You might incriminate yourself. Crazy guy. Don't worry, MJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. MJ, you, you, I forgot to ask you last week. You you you, you wanted me that. I heard you weren't doing so well. Was something going on? doing so well like what what do you mean i don't know you said that when they asked how you were feeling Mm, i wasn't feeling that great last week but that's neither here nor there i don't remember what you're talking about (laughs) okay you you should put that in the show notes (laughs) okay mj my bad brother uh (laughs) but i do want to tell you something i got a new car stereo today oh you did what kind yeah well I, i got a new car it's a kia a kia yeah, yeah, yeah. When you shout out soul, it plays soul music. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> yeah, when you shout out soul, it plays soul music. Okay. And when you sh- when you shout out rock, it plays rock music. Oh, shout And out. then, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just computerized. Oh. Don't be ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, some kids ran in front of my car, and I shouted, fucking kids, and it played my music. Oh. Okay. I don't know what was up with that, but... <laughs> But oh. shout out to Kia. <laughs> shout out to Kia, uh, who, if you ever want to be a sponsor of the show, <laughs> we'll clean that up. <laughs> we messed that one up too bad, too late. Too bad, too late. Hey, MJ, there's always next week. <laughs> yeah, well, wait for next week. I got more in store. Okay. Uh, well, you mentioned I wasn't feeling well, and I wasn't. Right. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Why? Well, I tried to put on my pants, but they were too small. 
Okay. Why were your pants yeah. this small? I think I have a feeling. I know why. Or do I need to even ask? <laughs> no, don't ask. It's just, okay. just, just knowledge you should know. <laughs> well, I think I've heard enough from you, MJ. <laughs> no, no, no. I got three more to go, so cut me off. <laughs> oh, okay, MJ. MJ's on a roll. He's on a roll. Well, you might have to cut me off soon. I actually have a men's group tonight. A men's group? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just me, Woody Allen, Jared from Subway, and every <laughs> Catholic priest you could ever imagine. Oh! Yeah, we're just going to brainstorm some ideas, that's all. I want the Vatican come shutting me down, MJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Pope was here this week, so that was a Pope joke, bitches. <laughs> oh, boy. This is ugly. All right, you got two more? Yeah, I got two more, actually. You're a great host, Rock. <laughs> I was actually online today doing some research to find out what my name would be in Chinese. What would it be in Chinese? Me like a young. Oh! (laughs) That's a Chinese joke, bitches. (laughs) Oh, what? And a molestation joke. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something of some young guy or something. um... No, no, don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Uh, that I was want, And lastly, but not least, I just want to give you guys a, a heads up. I'm, I'm actually moving next week. I'm moving to Ohio. Oh, wow. Why, why, why are you moving to Ohio? Uh, I found this neat little city called Youngstown, so I'm headed there. <sighs> oh, yeah. <my>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good luck, buddy. <laughs> good luck, MJ. We'll, we'll... Thank you. I think the odds are in my favor. <laughs> All right, on that note, (laughs) if you're still listening, thank you, and we'll see everybody next week. See you next week, or I'll see you in hell, bitches. (laughs) All right, MJ, see you, Q. Hey, see you, Rock. All right, peace. See ya. (laughs)